Hello and welcome to 27 Retail's podcast. I'm Vincent Panels. The food industry is in total transformation and consumers have changed their habits in the last two years, mainly due to the pandemic, but also due to other health concerns. To chat about all those trends, Jean-Gabriel Mollard, Global Marketing and Communication Director of CL Network, is our guest today. Hello, Jean-Gabriel. Thank you for coming today. Hello, Vincent. It's a pleasure. Thank you. And today we're going to chat about the upcoming uh, CL. Uh, you're probably very happy to be back, I would say, on the agenda. Um, but before we start about the, the, the show itself, uh, maybe, as I know that you guys always monitor the, the food industry in general, uh, mm-hmm. can you give us your view of what is the current general state or general trends uh, in the industry, in the food industry today? Sure, with pleasure. Um, first of all, uh, food is vast, so it's constituted of many different sectors. So it, it's making it impossible to resume what's trending in only one main thing. Obviously, nevertheless, obviously, but nevertheless, we are observing an acceleration in the past years uh, that concerned the wool industry. So we all know that the worldwide population is increasing. So between now and 2030, the worldwide population will rise uh, from over uh, 1 billion individuals. And that represents an immense challenge for the food community. Uh, we all know as well that the, the climate is changing, but as well the people and the societies are changing. And uh, this is leading to new demands from the consumer and new challenges for production. And additionally, there is an acceleration in the technological evolution. So all this makes for us a critical mass of factors. It led to Uh, uncertainties in the future for the food companies and in particular for the small and medium-sized companies and there's a lot of it in in our industry uh, with limited marketing or R&D resources and budgets. So um, we summarize that into uh, the the theme Own the Change, which is the theme of our our next edition of South Paris. It's kind of a rally cry for the the industry because we all know that we have collectively to find new solutions that respect people, environment, reinvent the distribution formats, the logistic chains, the food processing systems. And it's in the the part of the human nature to, to change, to evolve, We cannot say it's new, but with this acceleration, it's uh, anxiogen and the the, the fear of the change is always there. But um, we really think that uh, um, there's opportunities uh, behind behind every crisis. A a crisis is uh, is a change, actually. So uh, changing from a state to another one. So we say it's time to turn that into opportunities. Um, It's a fantastic uh, opportunity. So the the opportunity to reinvent the business. So what I would say that is trending is that the evolutions and the revolutions we see in in our ecosystem, the food ecosystem, uh, uh, is leading to massive um, transformation of the industry. And we can see that already happening uh, got a lot of examples, uh, and obviously we'll see a lot of that in uh, in South Paris. So it's it's really the change is already happening, but it's not just a threat; it is an opportunity. And this opportunity, uh, there's a lot of things to say right now. All right. Well, that that 
makes sense actually that the world is changing so we should own the change uh, it's actually a great team for for the upcoming show um and and indeed i mean just to go a little bit more deeper in in, in that mm -hmm. changing uh, society and changing and all those disruption going on uh you do have your cl insights uh working sure. and, and always studying what's going on in a more detailed way did you detect a few main trends, uh, maybe you don't need to go into the entire 100 pages of report, but just of the main course. trends, perhaps. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course, yeah. We, we just released the 2022 report. So th this year we built it with our uh, historical partners, uh, Protonix TC and Contour. Uh, Contour on the consumer uh, side, consumer expectations in 12 countries. Proteinix TC, they are uh, monitoring all the product innovation worldwide, their uh, database. And this year, uh, we observed uh, everything in food service, so out of home, uh, with NPD. And they have a panel uh, they, they are running in uh, 13 countries as well. So we take those three uh, surveys and uh, we bring that together in Cell Insights, so the, the, the big report. So I will not obviously go uh, into the, the, the whole uh, detail, which is available. So that's, uh, everyone that wants the detail can, can get it. Um, First of all, um, we're seeing uh, interesting uh, thing uh, in the health um, uh, access. Um, there's uh, the, Europe is really mature uh, for that. So th there's, it, the consumer is not really changing uh, his behavior. Uh, it's still increasing uh, in Germany, for example, while it's, it's kind of... Uh, staling in Spain or uh, in, uh, in the UK. But what's really interesting is that uh, we can see in uh, countries like uh, in the Middle East or in Asia that uh, this concern uh, is, uh, is, uh, is really uh, booming. So um, there are some more health conscious consumers um, and in particular respondents that are more and more uh, looking for products that, that do not contain artificial additives. This is, okay, we know this exists. It's not the first year, uh, it's probably like over a decade now that we, we, we discuss about that topic, but uh, now it's, it's, it's really global, which was not totally the case uh, yet. So th this is one of the interesting fa uh, facts that uh, we can extract from the, the studies. Um, on a CSR uh, point of view, um, we, uh, we see uh, another thing that seems obvious, but it's always interesting to, to, to have some, uh, some facts about this, uh, about the, the concern about meat, uh, which is what, what's interesting, but we'll not go into detail, but it's the, the solutions that are put into play that can be very different depending on the region of the world and the kind of consumers. Um, and since CSR in general, what we can see is that uh, even though there is a big concern globally, uh, people are reacting and consumers are reacting mainly about what's local, what's impacting them directly. So they are more sensible to uh, eating local food or seasonal food or uh, local employment than on a global level. So that's, that, that, that can see, seems quite logical considering the, the human being in general we are more concerned about what's next to us but that's important to 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 know when we are marketing new products or 
addressing to the consumer about uh, CSR in, uh, in, in general. Okay. Uh, and um, what, what's interesting is that uh, what are, have been the impacts of the, the pandemic and uh, do we see real changes in, their, in the consumer behavior uh, at home or uh, in the food service in general? Um, there, there are some changes, but actually what's really is uh, revealing uh, is that actually there's not that many changes that the, the changes has already been uh, started before the pandemic and it has been some um, quite uh, different behaviors uh, like indulging to small pleasures and eating more more uh, uh, fat and, and, and sweet uh, ingredients because we indulge small pleasure because the, the, the period is difficult. So we, we've seen uh, the, the consumer saying that, uh, okay, uh, I, I do uh, take care of my regime and, and uh, have concerns about trying to eat less, less sugary or salty products, but the period being difficult, I indulge with small pleasure. So we, we've seen uh, we've seen uh, interesting patterns, but um, it's it's all um, it's already in place. So uh, all the concerns of the consumer remains the same and accelerates in a, in some domain. So there has not been such a disruption in the way uh, they are uh, they are acting. Obviously, in food service. Uh, Apart from the United States, uh, the, most of the country haven't uh, uh, the same business level as before the pandemic. There's still a big difference in some countries, uh, minus 20% in some markets, uh, even more uh, in other markets. So it's, it impacts a lot in, in terms of business. Uh, but in terms of behaviors, uh, not that many changes. And that's surprising in, in itself. So I had to say, at the, when we received the results of the of the of the surveys, so there were so, some interesting peaks and interesting points to, to, to comment. But then, in, in general, we were like, okay, we thought there will be more disturbance that that, that that there is actually, and it's because most of the consumers they are really mature; they are not discovering anything, so they are just uh, adjusting. And uh, in itself, it's quite quite interesting. Where there is uh, the biggest uh, transformation is probably uh, linked to the digital. So um, there is a, a big growth in global uh, food product in e-commerce. Uh, we, we've seen that. There is a huge increase in digital orders. Uh, mm -hmm. So and, and, and that's, I would say, is uh, where we can see the, the most difference and the most evolution and the comportment and the uh, the, the kind of product uh, the, the the consumers are ordering uh, are different than the ones uh, that the one that they, they will be buying uh, in store so not totally different but we can see uh, interesting differences and the way they are um, they are uh, ordering is uh, is different they are not ordering at the same rate uh, at the same pace, uh, sorry, uh, and the, the volume is in itself is very different. Uh, in food service, there's been uh, very a lot of different patterns too, depending on the countries. 
um, there, there has been the, the deliveries that has been has boomed, but as every new kind of service, now it's in a phase of um, structuration. We can see that uh, there has been a lot of new actors. Now uh, it's in a phase where some of them are disappearing, other ones are changing a little bit the models. Uh, so it's, um, it's becoming more mature. But the demand is here, and that's one of the, the things that have changed during the pandemic, that uh, is that change is still uh, going on, but on a more mature pace. Um, so that's that's an interesting, uh, interesting part. Uh, what we've seen as well is the emergence of the blockchain, uh, traceability, sustainability. Uh, this is a big topic right now. Um, it's interesting because it's, it's not yet uh, totally present in all the sectors of food, but this is a demand from the consumer. The consumer deserves to be reassured. Mm -hmm. uh, so obviously they are uh, looking for source of reassurement and uh, what the blockchain technology can uh, permit, uh, can, can, can create as, uh, as a reassurement due to, to, to the vision of all the chain is really interesting. It's yet de developing, uh, but uh, there is a lot uh, to be done and already a lot that has been done on some uh, specific uh, sectors and, uh, and products. So that's an interesting part of it. It's not only uh, anymore the, the apps and uh, the UCA kind of apps uh, that you're monitoring the, what's in the product and the score and et cetera. Right. This, yeah. Is, yeah, this is still there, but it's another source of reassurance. Um, what's interesting is uh, as well is um, there's an evolution uh, as well in the alternative for proteins. So uh, it's, there's a structuration uh, in the for the, the, the meat, of, uh, of course. But what's interesting to observe is uh, everything about the fish and the dairy product. So there's um, a new product coming on the market, but yet for the moment, the demand for alternative fish and alternative cheese uh, is 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 growing, but not uh, exploding the way it, it, it's been for meat. So it's interesting to observe uh, the way it's, uh, it's going to be in the, the coming years. The offer, uh, it's, it starts to be larger and larger, but mm -hmm. uh, the demand for the moment is quite um, uh, segmented uh, around the vegan, uh, the vegan people, uh, where uh, for the meat, we've seen that now uh, the flexitarians and a lot of, uh, of people are adopting alternative uh, meat uh, alternatives uh, for fish and dairy products. It's still a bit uh, early, uh, so it's emerging, but quite, quite slowly, actually. Um, okay. There's a lot of other... Uh, stuff that I can, I, I can discuss. Um, all right, all right. Well, but you, you gave us already quite some, some, some interesting points on, on, on health and uh, also mostly the, the, the digital changes uh, that the okay. industry is going together. All right, so you have all those, those, those uh, facts, but then uh, what about the rising in prices? So everywhere we hear about inflation. Do you get some insights on that as well? Yeah, of course. Um, our uh, studies has been made in spring, so we had already uh, a few insights uh, about that, but then it's a very changing situation. So um, obviously what we can observe uh, is that 
the, the, the cost uh, of the, uh, the food product has an impact on the behavior of the, uh, the consumers. So uh, they are turning back to a certain kind of product. They are a little bit going back to basics, let's say. It's not a majority of the consumer, but that's a tendency that can be drawn and obviously depend on the rate of the inflation, depending on the countries. And it will, of course, as well, depend on the length of the, the period of crisis. It's just uh, because of uh, the, the global inflation, the war in Ukraine, the, all, all those parameters uh, are part of what we consider as on the change. Uh, th that period of uncertainty, uh, it's just bringing another layer of geopolitical um, issues uh, that 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 adds to the fact that 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 we need to to seize those, the, the the opportunities, but that we first of all need to understand them, understand what it uh, what it forbid, understand what it allows, and then trying to make a choice. Actually, that's that's the whole point of what we are trying to do is to bring forward some insights um, to, to to give uh, the the companies. Uh, the power to to choose where they need to invest, uh, what they need to change. We obviously don't know everything, but we are. It's, we consider a, a part of our mission to inform and to bring as many insights as we can. And uh, we use the role of observers of the offer and the demand uh, that we have to to do such a thing. So we're gonna continue to observe that, uh, and it's a kind of a hot topic so we will try to address this not only through surveys as obviously surveys take some time uh, and it's at a specific period of time but more specifically during the show uh, on the Cial talks so it's with the keynote speakers and we are trying to uh, unroll um, as many uh, interesting speakers as we can to be able to address uh, that that topic that is that will be undubiously uh, still uh, in question in October. All right. Well, that, that sounds like, again, that you have prepared a lot of uh, content for, for the show. And let, let's speak about the show itself, uh, about the upcoming CL in, in Paris. Um, it, it's been four years since the last CL because you were forced to, to cancel the last one. Um, I expect that you're happy to be back on the agenda. Was it difficult to, to convince everybody to come back? or? Um, our first, yes. Uh, we are thrilled it's more than happy it's just uh, ecstatic <laughs> um so but as you know uh, Cial paris is part of a network uh, mm -hmm. so there is 13 shows so we resumed the the show already last year different part of the world so we've been in uh, in montreal in shanghai in new delhi in abu dhabi we even launched a new one in the us in las vegas so yeah. um we already had uh, that and we we've seen that Everywhere we, we relaunched the show, it was both great relief from both exhibitors and visitors to be back again for us, obviously, as organizer uh, too, but as well a very exciting period as the public were eager and happy to meet again face to face. There is a very specific energy about that. Now, Cial Paris, it's a whole different scale. I mean, it's, it's, a it's special the world. One. Yeah, it's the largest food trade show in the world for this year. I mean, it's 7,000 exhibitors, 400,000 products displayed, over 300,000 attendees. So it's a huge excitement. Yes. Now, was it difficult to, to convince people to be back? 
um, now in general, um, on the exhibitor uh, part of it, uh, they were globally eager to be to be back. Obviously, uh, the challenge were to anticipate and find solutions to the difficulty linked to the, the, the COVID crisis and the capacity uh, capacity to travel. So we had a lot of discussions with some countries. They were more uh, blocked than others, particularly in Asia. But in the last months, uh, we had a lot of, uh, finally, people uh, say, were more happy. Uh, we, we had the feeling uh, that before um, they were uh, excited to be back, but still worried about it. Now it's more, uh, they're happy about that. They're eager about that. They, they are organizing. So what we have seen, the main consequence for us was that the pattern of registration has changed. Obviously, it, it kind of uh, slipped uh, closer to the show. So we still have uh, a flow of exhibitor pouring in. So we are 97% full. So there's still a few slots available, but it's closing in quickly. So it's, uh, it's, it, it, it's been a challenging period because for us as well, it was quite a lot of uncertainties, but since three months, let's say, uh, it's becoming more and more uh, brighter, <laughs> brighter and brighter. Uh, and on the visitor side, for, for the moment, it's quite early in the, in the pre-registration uh, process, but what, what we have seen, we have 50% more people registering than the best year uh, in the previous edition. Okay. So that's very interesting because most of the people, they are doing the registrations in September. The one that register, uh, we open mid-May, are generally speaking, the, the people coming from very far away. So, uh, and we, we try to educate our visitors as well to, uh, to, 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 to register early so they can manage more easily planes, tickets, and hotels, booking, etc. And it seems that this year, probably due to the pandemic uh, as well, uh, the, the visitors from abroad, from far away, far from Europe, uh, they are taking the disposition uh, and then we see more visitors than we used to be at that period of the, the year. So I take that as a very good sign for the edition. Okay, that's actually good news to, to hear. Yeah. Um, and that reminds me that I still need to register as well then. Um, but uh, don't worry, I will. Um, I hope you will. <laughs> don't worry, I will. Um, and and I, I was also uh, eager to point out another thing because during the pandemic time, indeed, you had to cancel the, the, the show, but you didn't stay uh, still. You didn't wait uh, for, for better days. You did work on a digital platform. Uh, and now you do have something which is totally new, which was launched a couple of months ago. Uh, maybe you mm -hmm. can talk about us about this CXMP project uh, launched in, in March, if I recall. Yeah, uh, with pleasure. Actually, yes. Um, the CXMP is a, is a B2B marketplace. Um, we launch it like a kind of a hybrid object, uh, both serving as digital platform for the show, for CL Paris, uh, but not only CL Paris, and a transactional marketplace all year long. Um, we designed it to be an extension of our trade show. Um, so actually, um, it's been launched on three verticals, so food, fashion, and sports, okay. which are three verticals that we have in-house in Comexposium, which is a pure player in, a, in trade show organization. 
Uh, and talking about food, the, the aim actually is to prolongate for our uh, vendors and buyers, meaning our exhibitors and visitors, the experience they can have on the show. So it's not conceived as a show. No, it's it's really 100% a B2B marketplace. Um, and the, 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 the benefit for the exhibitors is that as exhibitors, uh, they register there because that will be the digital uh, catalog uh, for the show and the place where um, you will be able to do matchmaking and take appointment with the visitors uh, for the show. So um, you register on the, on the marketplace and you have that free access because you're an exhibitor. But then uh, if you want to continue with it, uh, you can. So it's um, you have to... Uh, to pay a monthly fee to, to stay on the platform. Mm -hmm. uh, if, if you don't want to, you can just close, close, uh, close your, uh, your page and your product uh, and find it back again when you participate to the show uh, next time. And if you want to keep it open, then you have all the functionality of a transactional B2B platform. And we obviously use our uh, database and our communities uh, to bring some uh, buyers and international buyers on the on the platform, so that's that's the benefit, and the great benefit compared to uh, the tools we had uh, in the past uh, as a trade show. It's there's a much uh, faster uh, search engine, a much better one as well. Um, there's the possibility for the exhibitors to put uh, in there all their products, all their own catalog of products, to put a lot of details, a lot of photos, even videos which is much better than it used to be uh, uh, for a trade show uh, as, a, as a catalog. So that there's a clear benefit for the exhibitors there and a clear benefit for the buyers as well, because uh, there will be more and more and more than before. Uh, from one of the difficulty, when, let's say for a, a gigantic show like Seattle Paris, when you're a visitor, is to choose uh, which exhibitor you're gonna visit, which hall you're, not, you're gonna go, so the better the tool is uh, to prepare your visit, uh, obviously the better your visit will be. So uh, there's a clear benefit in there. You can prepare, you can take appointment with the visitor, uh, the exhibitors you want. You can uh, look for the product you're interested in and, and draft your, your visit with uh, using, using that tool. So from this, I, I, I take away two important elements. First of all, when you go to the show, prepare yourself. And secondly, is that CL is no longer just uh, three days or four days. It's actually something that you could do all year round if you want. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Actually, we consider that as a, as a wall, not two separated uh, things. It's obviously there's the face-to-face -face, uh, trade show, which is what we realized after the pandemic uh, essential and the people really want to keep meeting in person and specifically in the food industry it's important because the, the product and the and, and the manipulation and taste of the product the experience that you have with the person and with the the product uh, on their booth but then um there's the relationship that keeps going on and keeps um uh, strengthening and that's that's how we are uh conceiving uh the, the, this platform and and the one bring to the other uh let's say 
All right. Well, that's uh, good, good, nice uh, things to know for, for visitors. And, and maybe before we were going to conclude, uh, also just check uh, with you what are the things that we can expect as a visitor? Because we talked a lot about the content. We talked a lot about the insights, mm -hmm. now this new project. But as a visitor, you can get there. I guess you're going to see fireworks and puppies and a lot of nice things. Uh, <laughs> maybe you can explain to us what are the main features that we can expect as a visitor. Yeah, well, lots of things, obviously. Uh, we concentrated in, uh, in different areas. First of all, we're concentrating in um, putting a lot of care in enhancing the visitor experience mm -hmm. uh, with different ways. Uh, with, for example, a new interacting map of the show uh, okay. that, that will geolocalize the, the, yourself and the booth you're, you're, you want to visit or the product you want to search and then give you Uh, the eating interary, so it's a, it's a new feature as well because it's it's huge and uh, it it gives extra benefit to 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 go quickly from one place to another. Uh, we crafted special events as well um, uh, at the at the end of the afternoon and uh, after the the, the show closes, um, but as well during the show, we boosted as well a lot the hospitality crew. Because it's not because we are uh, creating and uh, crafting new digital uh, tools uh, that we, we are going to put out the humans. I mean, going to a trade show is everything about the human experience. Uh, so uh, we, we worked a lot on, uh, on this with uh, new, new greeters and grooms and really people able to orientate, but as well advise you about what to do depending on what you're looking for. Uh, we are as well doubling the number of shuttles to and from Paris to, to facilitate uh, the, the access to the venue. We try uh, on other uh, level, we try to uh, put really something behind our theme on the change. For example, the, 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 the ambassador of the show, Maro Coragrico, it's a three-star ambition chef, as always for Cell Paris because chefs are kind of uh, trendsetters. They're very interested in new product, new uh, way of producing food. And it's interesting in itself because they are bringing the food forward. But we were looking for an ambassador that was in phase with the, with the, the, the theme of this year and Mauro. Um, first of all, he's got a very international view of food. Then he's very concerned about CSR, about uh, sustainability. He's got his, this, his restaurant is the first one that has been certified plastic free in 2020. Okay. Um, and is okay. Uh, the gastronomy is something, but uh, not all of us are going in a Michelin star restaurant every day or every year. Uh, <clears throat> but he's involved as well with the retail and with the distribution in general. And he is always even have a retail, uh, uh, sorry, a burger uh, chain. So it's okay. interesting because he launched a burger chain, but he, he, a chain that is certified B Corp. So he's very much um, involved. <coughs> Sorry. So he will be there on the show. He will talk. He will do keynotes along with over 100 keynote speakers. So we've got a huge Cial Talks uh, panel with a lot of uh, topics addressed there from, <coughs> sorry again, technological changes, digitalization of the food industry, sustainability, supplying issues, access to food, nutritional changes, <clears throat> et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so that's another uh, part of it. We have experiential uh, tunnel as well, 
um, we, we are trying to craft some animations that brings the insights I was talking about with different forms. So obviously you can attend the Cial talks and uh, attend the keynotes from the speakers, but we are as well in a future lab, which is a, uh, an animation that we launched in 2018 uh, that will be back. And we crafted as a tunnel you can do in 10, 15 minutes because we know that our visitors, um, they want to do it all and it's not possible. So we know that they have uh, very few time to, to, to spend on the animation. So it will be a prospective vision of the food of 2030. Uh, from the agriculture to the retail to what's in your plate, so the, the, the food service. Why 30, uh, 2030? Because we want it to be useful to the, to the visitors, not just sci-fi food in 50 or 60 years. Okay, 10 years from now. 10 years, it's tomorrow on the R&D perspective. So we want them to be able to go there, bring some takeaway, and bring that back to the company and say, okay, maybe there are some interesting things I need to dig. And maybe there's some investment I need to do. And it's right now. It's not in 20 years because they're not interested in what they will be doing right now for 2020, uh, 2050. Obviously, in an intellectual point of view, they are. But uh, we really focus on the business. And uh, all the animation, uh, it's everything about what's going on, about the insights. But in the end, it's going, looping back to the business, how it's useful to me as uh, a professional. Okay. Um, there's uh, a lot of new things as well. Uh, we, we are startups. So there always has been startups in Seattle Paris. We estimate in 2018 that it was around 650 startups in the show, but they were scattered a little bit everywhere in the pavilions, in different sectors. This year, uh, we selected uh, around 100 of them and bring them into the, the startup village. So okay. um, for the visitors, they will be able to, uh, if they're looking for startups, uh, because we know that often very innovative, uh, by definition, uh, quite innovative uh, companies, uh, they will be gathered into the village. And there's a program called Cell Invest with investors and the startups will be able to pitch uh, in front of the investors, but obviously the public will be invited to, so they can be able to attend the pitch of uh, the, the, some of the startups. Uh, we have as well the Cell Innovation uh, Awards. So, you know, Cell Paris is a lot about innovation and all our ex uh, exhibitors, they can uh, propose their new products to the, to the awards. Uh, there's a selection uh, made by the jury and then there's uh, awardees and on the show uh, on the show floor there's two interesting things first of all is the, the, the ceremony of the, the winner uh, on the first day on the Saturday but then there is uh, the, the booth there is a huge stand uh, around 500 square meters um, with uh, the selected products the awards uh, we this year will have like um, audio guide to explain why those companies have been selected, what's the benefit of the product, and to, to, to bring further the experience and not just going around and looking at the product and say, oh, that's the awardees. No, we want to go deeper than that. Uh, we have a, a brand new look and brand new design. We, we brought a little bit of French touch in the, in the design. Um, and, it's, and La Cuisine. Uh, I want to talk about La Cuisine very much because uh, it's the place uh, where chefs are uh, cooking. 
So I'm looping back to the chefs being innovators, being, being trendsetters, and we ask uh, a panel of around 20 chefs um, from every horizon, from a lot of different countries, to uh, think about recipes having in mind the own the change theme. So having in mind all the issues uh, in the trend industry, uh, all the, the, the transformation that are at stake and crafting some recipes to trying to answer some of the challenges. So what will be really fascinating on La Cuisine is a little bit like Cial Talks, but then with very practical solution because which ingredient they will be using how they will be melting those, those ingredients into a, a great recipe, how they will deal with, uh, with the taste of the consumer while addressing some challenge about changing the ingredients to make it more sustainable. And you will be able to experience all that in La Cuisine while looking at the chefs, listening to what they are saying, and obviously trying the products uh, later on. So that's, that's, that's what I could say in a limited amount of time because as you have probably heard i can i can talk for hours about cell paris exactly we, we could talk for hours but sadly we're going to have to to conclude our show quite soon uh one last thing just remind us of the dates of the uh, upcoming cl in paris please yeah it's uh this year in october uh, 15 to 19 of october so 15 it's to 19 of october in yeah, Paris, Paris Exhibition Center. And to register, you simply have to go to clparis.com and click on order your badge. All right. Well, I'll definitely put also the link on our uh, website uh, for those interested. Uh, as we said, we could talk for hours, but we have to conclude our show uh, right now. Uh, thank you very much, Jean-Gabriel, for your presence. And I hope to see you back in Paris uh, real soon. You're welcome. That was a great pleasure. See you soon, Nathan. That's it for today. I hope that you enjoyed it. Don't forget to check out the new format, 20 Cent Headlines on Friday, with the weekly review of the news. And also don't forget to visit 20centretail.com for more retail stories. Next week, join me for a new episode. In the meantime, thank you for listening.